You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You would clearly be suspect number one. I absolutely would not because I have never had any shame in what I do or what I like to do, what I find interesting. That is why I think if somebody were to do an investigation and say they were only to use like Facebook, like public profile pages, Instagram and Facebook, yours are full of pictures of graveyards and mausoleums and then talking about watching horror movies. Obviously, you are the serial serial killer know, of the two of us. Because I feel like I'm kind of, I have layers because like I like all of that stuff, but I also like like cheesy romance movies and oh. like to read like gossip magazines. And then you like Lifetime movies where somebody suddenly dies. I did. I watched one called The Cheerleader Murders last night. It's it was really you. good. You would be number one suspect. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A couple of notes of business. Uh, we have a ticket giveaway today yes. that we're going to be doing later on in the show. And the ticket giveaway is for Jen Kirkman, comedian and author Jen Kirkman, who is going to be at the wonderful Hollywood Theater oh, here in Portland. The storied. The storied Hollywood mm. Theater. It is, a, it is an amazing theater. It is. It's beautiful. And uh, so that's going to be on April 30th, we've got a pair of tickets that we are giving away later today in the show. There's going to be there's going to be a quiz question that Sarah has procured that will be associated with that. So there'll be tickets to Jen Kirkman, and then we're going to be inter- interviewing her uh, next week too as as well. Um, also, if you're going to do any online shopping, go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. See, I maybe it you up. like to go and wander around in beautiful graveyards and like look at pieces of history. Just know that people, because they're gone, they're not forgotten. Perhaps you want to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, perhaps buy yourself a brand new camera where you can take better <laughs> pictures, better, better, clear, concise pictures of maybe some of your favorite tombstones, or maybe you can get some like of that um, like fabricy kind of paper stuff, and you can do like grave rubbings, which I totally oh, used to are do you with doing my family. Grave rubbings, which I just realized now. Wait, it's a family thing. My parents have a ton of grave rubbings that they have um, from traveling all over the world, and they used to hang downstairs. Oh, that's strange. I think it's interesting. I mean, look. Okay, let's get into this here. This discussion is... <laughs> but anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link for all of your graveyard-related needs. <laughs> or or non-serial killer-related mm. needs. Um, so, so we were talking about this before the show, because, and I think a lot of people... Well, maybe maybe a lot of people don't. This is a discussion that comes up quite frequently with us and then our friends and, and other people that I know. You always try to pick out who the most likely uh, serial killer would mm-hmm. be. Like, because nobody's going to come out and say, hey, I'm a serial killer. This is what I do. But like, if somebody were to be one, like, say this. What? And I kind of want to put this up to the listeners of, of Fun Employment Radio. Say you found out one of us, either myself or Sarah... It came out publicly that one of us was a serial killer. So but it was like a guarantee, like it was, someone it was from guaranteed, Fun Radio. And it yeah. wouldn't be Kenny. It was either you or me. Just, just yeah, just okay. you and I. Okay. Yeah, Kenny would be obvious because obviously. I mean, it, Kenny's yeah, it, the obvious one. Kenny probably is one. That's why we haven't seen him for a while. He's too busy doing whatever he's, he's doing. He's too busy running for the Republican Party. What? Because remember how we were talking about how he kind of looks like a serial killer and kind of like looks like Todd, uh, Ted Cruz a little? Oh, he does kind of look like Ted Which Cruz. Which anyone with eyeballs, true. once you like make that association, you'll just see it. So that's why. I that's true. I can see that. All right. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. Um, no, if if it came out publicly that one of us, like it was, the, the police narrowed it down. They were like, 
It was one of the hosts of Fun Employment Radio did it. Who would listeners think did it? Who would most likely be the serial killer? What, between the two of us? Yes, and I'm saying because of Sarah, because of Sarah's blatant posts uh, talking about obsession with death, you know, with these graveyards. I'm not and, obsessed with death. For some, <laughs> but like, from, I don't on the like, outside, that's what it would look like. No, post- because death makes me uncomfortable. But I mean, for some reason, being in a place surrounded by people that are no longer alive makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That's like, exactly it really does. The two this- places in Portland that I've always loved going to, which it's true, like, there's so many beautiful parks and things in Portland, but my, like, go-tos are, like, either, well, when it was open, when it was still available for public consumption, is going to the... Portland Mausoleum on Bybee. Oh my God! Here she goes. Or yeah, going to like the Lone Fir Cemetery and wandering uh-huh. around and looking at all like the old cemetery markers, and, uh-huh. like all the pioneers and all the people that uh, our glorious city was named after, like no. you know Doctor Hawthorne and I. I agree. The, the Lone Fir Cemetery is great. Um, I'm sure the mausoleum is great too, and I like going to see some of that stuff too. But I don't know anybody who goes as often as you do. You go almost daily to some of these to the Lone Fir Cemetery daily. I'll at least a up. week. At least once a week. That's pretty, that's pretty accurate. I would say once a week that you go through Probably. There. Yeah, and so, so that's why I'm saying you would clearly be the suspect number one. You would have to be. Just based on your public posts, you love horror movies. You love all these things about you know, murders in, in TV shows, all of that. You're obsessed with that stuff. I think you would be the number one suspect, oh. and I think people would go straight See, to I you. I don't know, because I have more of like a... a a fanciful approach to like the whole like when you're saying like I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff I mean I do like horror movies to an extent I do Mm -hmm. love uh, you know going to visiting cemeteries because of the historical content but like for me I think the more morbid people are the ones that watch like those NCIS or CSI shit like Uh all those shows where people are like where it's actual like serial killers or like sexual assault murders like I don't watch that stuff I think that stuff is horrific because that's too real life to me almost Uh Like, it seems too believable. I think that's why I like the world of, you know, scary, like, ghosty horror stories. Let me say this. Sounds like you're getting awfully defensive. No, but I'm saying I would think that somebody who watches more of those, like, true crime stories would be more, I would be closer uh-huh. to murdering someone than me. Okay. But see, I don't watch that stuff, though. That's why I think I would, I would skate by. I think publicly, the public would be on my side. They'd I make, don't think so. They'd be like, if "That's a stand-up ever guy." Heard this show, and that guy clearly would not be involved in something like that. Uh, our friend Nipples in the chat says, uh, "I'd have to say Greg Sarah may lean more goth, but that doesn't make her a potential serial killer." Also, you seem to be getting you, Greg Nibbler, seem to be getting uh, much closer to unraveling at times <laughs> these days. You do uh, well. I mean. <sighs> Uh, see, but I don't think that would lead people to believe that I was I was the serial. Killer. I think it would because you're kind of clean cut. Uh huh. Like what you're trying to do. I am now. Yeah. What you're trying to do is portray the person on the outside that you aren't on the inside. I'm wearing a lot more like button up shirts you and are. stuff like that. Yeah. You are. That's like you know when you uh, see somebody. Look at me like, being fancy. No, you see somebody who's like a junkie and they're like trying to hide you know their their crippling addiction by dressing really nice. So like, <laughs> are you accusing me of being a junkie? <laughs> no, now? I'm not saying that. But I'm <laughs> saying you're a murdery. <laughs> maybe, maybe your button up shirts are just hiding that aspect of your life. <laughs> so you pointed out you might be a little Ted Bundy. No, that is not the case. I think publicly I would be cleared. I would, you would be suspect number one. That is, that's what I assume. No, because also, let me just uh, go back to you on this, <laughs> is the fact that I believe I make my public persona a little bit more public than you. Like, I share pictures of my life and stuff. Which is hiding in plain sight that as far as I'm hi- concerned. Hiding in plain sight. That's the most paranoid thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> 
Whereas you just have like these secretive like, ooh, I saw Judy feeding the ducks somewhere at an undisclosed I location in Felony Post. Plus. Has anyone checked on Judy? Do we know if Judy is still with us? I made one post on Facebook this week where I tried to like post something sweet and innocent and, and nice. But when you try to do something sweet and innocent and nice, it just seems like corrupt. I know. Then it, just, <laughs> it gets ruined. I can't post something sweet and innocent and nice. All right. All right. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. This is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll leave it up to Wait, the public to, judgment. I believe that the public ju- judgment will rule in my favor. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think clearly it is you who is the, uh, w- uh, you who would be accused. I'm of. just really impressed that you think that I have the wherewithal to be hiding in plain sight as a serial killer. Like, I mean, that's, that's oh, a compliment. A point. That's a compliment to me. <sighs> Thank I'm not you. saying you actually would do it. I would say you would be the one that most likely, though, most likely to be accused. That's in my book, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But then again, I do have my history of watching so many Lifetime movies that I know how to wiggle my way out of it. Mm, oh, you think I've you seen, could... I've seen Tracy Gold get herself out of more sticky situations than you've ever even heard of. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably... Yeah. I haven't heard of all of the mm-hmm. sticky situations that are out there. Yep, so many. All right. I think it's pretty clear that I would not be the one accused. I, okay. That's where I stand by. Well, we'll see just, what we're listeners just say. Have to agree to disagree. We'll see what listeners say. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I mean, I would be really curious if people do think that it's me because I thought that I, I really don't feel like I'm serial killery. And that's or exactly why you're going to be accused. Huh. Okay. Well, there is something else I wanted to get to, and it's something that actually has. Um, it has been disturbing me, like like actually, okay. and it's something that Wait, happened are you to me get this real? morning. Is Greg Nibbler I'm going to get real. I'm turning my hat around backward. <laughs> I'm going to sit down for a second. I'm going to rap with everybody. And let's get are you real wearing about your uh, Dare T-shirt? Um, yes, I could be wearing yeah. a Dare T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dare to, but dare it's to... monogram because you invested in the program. <laughs> it's Dare. Oh, were there monogrammed ones? Oh, there sure were. Did you have a monogrammed <gasps> Dare shirt? Okay, drug so... ab- drug abuse resistance education. Indeed, and um, well. A, I just found a Dare shirt at a thrift store the other day, which I'm totally going to wear uh, one of these days. B, my, uh, in, in irony, my uh, drug abuse resistance education officer, I won't say his name, but he ended up getting um, arrested for dealing drugs. Wow. Yeah, it See, was a big deal. hiding in plain sight, just like you are. But I'm not telling people to not murder people. Wait, um. or would I be telling them to murder people and then not doing it or doing it and then telling them? I don't know. I'm not good at this hiding in plain sight thing. Yep, I'm. Ar- See, you're all, you're already unraveling. There, there are cracks. Yeah, there are cracks in your story there already. Are cracks in the foundation. Well, anyway, no. This is something that happened today, and it's something I've been against for a long time, and as it's really upset me, and it was quite jarring and shocking to see it today. And it's something I think needs to be taken off of television. Oh, you're being like really to, serious. Yeah, this is. It's a very serious issue, and it's something I I witnessed on television today, and I can't believe it's allowed on TV. <sighs> And it's this. I've, I've tried to take a, a passive stance against this company for many years. What? And it's not necessarily we the company itself. We don't get into itself. politics or anything Well, like I, it's time I've got to step out of the, I got to step out of the box here. I, gotta, I have to make a stand on this. And I don't know. I'm sure the people that work for the company are very nice. I'm sure they're great. But their advertising campaign. Are they campaign, nice people or some of the people that work for your company your best friends? They, they, I'm sure they probably are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe they are. But this company's advertising campaigns have gone too far it's for years it's been offensive it's bothered me it's gotten on my nerves but now now the way that it is the way this is getting to be i can't sit back and and be passive on this anymore because i witnessed this today and i want to i want to brace everyone i want to play it for you 
I'm going to play back some this advertisement, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it because it needs to be get. It, people need to take a stand. Oh my god, I really don't know what he's talking about. This is making me nervous. <sighs> There's a company called Charmin. Oh my god, are you talking paper. about the toilet paper company? The toilet again? paper bears that have been in these what commercials. Is with you okay? These bears. You are so angry about this. Okay, if people are unaware of this. Oh this thing that's being forced upon us. It's an advertising campaign that's been going for years. Is it Charmin or Charmin? It's, I think it's a, a sh- like a Charmin. Like a Charmin? But it's yes. not spelled Charmin like that. Charmin is gentle and soft as it is on your undercarriage. Oh, yes. Charmin. Charmin. Okay. These Charmin commercials show these goddamn cartoon bears that are always out in the woods and they're rubbing... Toilet paper all over themselves. What are you supposed to do with toilet paper? They're bears. They don't need it. They're not even wearing pants. That's the key. They don't even wear pants in these commercials. So if the if the Charmin bears were wearing pants and they unzipped them and then wiped them, maybe it's a little more believable. Would that be a little more believable? Maybe it's a little more believable. (laughs) But no. Instead, it's these bears in the woods, and they always show these cartoons with these bears walking around with like pieces of toilet paper all over their ass. What? And then no, I kid you not. That is one of the commercials. Are you sure? I hate even talking about it but yet i have to do yet yeah, somebody's already posted a picture of one of them okay i want to play for you i don't know when this thing came out when this one i believe it was okay this came out in august of last year but i just saw it this year i'm gonna play part of this right, yeah, because you. you have the because you have the cable yeah. so you see these i don't see i don't see Oh, ca- like, ca- like no. cable television no sorry yeah cable television convert- uh, like so i don't see a lot of cable television okay. commercials. yes uh this is so here's here's the deal. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this. It starts off. It's a group of young bears hanging out in the house, like juvenile bears, like like kids. juvenile squatches, but they're, they're bears. kids hanging out in the house. And the one is walking in with cool sunglasses on, no clothes, mind you. It's a nude bear walking in, holding a bag of toilet paper. Wow, this toilet paper reminds me of a washcloth. That's Charmin Ultra Strong, dude. Cleans so well, it keeps your underwear clean. (gasps) These are four bears with, uh, like, ball caps on and glasses. They're playing video games. Oh. Sitting in a living room. No, it gets worse. This is on national television. They're sitting there. I'm sorry, but they're sitting there pantsless and they're talking. Did they just say the toilet paper keeps their underwear clean? I'm going to start it from the top. I'm going to start it from the top. Just listen through to this. This is what America is being forced to watch. Wow, this toilet paper reminds me of a washcloth. That's Charmin Ultra Strong, dude. Cleans so well, it keeps your underwear cleaner. So clean, you could wear them a second day. Oh, d- That's what I'm talking about with this commercial. Do you see where I'm going here? This this isn't even the worst part of it yet. How is that? How could it not? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so First these- of all, I don't know how that how it gets worse than that. Second of all, that's a that's a it's not a joke. No, this is an actual. That's a real. Commercial. This is posted on their. This wasn't official, from the Onion or something. No, this is, this is their official YouTube channel. And so now the mom bear is peeking downstairs after the one bear just talked about wearing his underwear twice. So I'm gonna. So clean, you could wear them a second day. Oh, tell me, oh. I did not just hear that. I said you could, not that you would. <laughs> Shaman Ultra Strong with its washcloth-like texture helps clean better than. Keep listening. Uh, Keep listening. Let it go to the end. Stronger, and you can use up to four times less. It cleans better. Uh, you should try it, skids. We all got. 
he calls one of the other bears skids. Because he knows what the inside of his friend's underwear looks like? Yes. How does he know what the inside of his friend's They're not wearing underwear, but he's... He called when do they wear underwear? Skids. You understand what that means, right? It's like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. 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 Oh. That's... Are you Why? messing with me? Is this a real commercial? I swear to you, I am not messing with you. This is actually a commercial. Because I've seen the ones like in the woods, and those are creepy enough. No, they stepped like... them up. They stepped them up. I mean, do you, do you want... There's more. There's more of them. I don't... <sighs> I'm just trying to bring I just attention don't understand what kind of... What, like, what, what the de- target demographic is that aren't able to wipe themselves properly to where they... Are covered in feces. I don't think. I don't like, think that's like, even the point. How is that? That's not even the point for me. The there point seem to is be that a lot of references to keeping underwear clean. S- somebody and not so much like the function of toilet paper as it's supposed to be used. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is what's on television. It needs to stop. Somebody needs to take a stand against it. And I'm I'm putting my uh, you know uh, my hat in there into the ring to uh, take a stand against this. So that is that is what has upset me. It was very upsetting this morning. Seeing this commercial. That is not something I'd want to see before breakfast. No. No. Or ever. And there's worse ones out there. But these are their actual, actual commercial campaigns. I'm just, I wonder, like, who sat around and wrote that? And we're like, you know what? Let's let's call somebody skids and let's let's have these bears, you know, a group of cool bears sitting around playing video games. Pantsless cool bears talking talking about underwear that they're not wearing. Yeah. Yeah. This is quite the this is quite the conundrum. Yes. So there you go. Now you're aware that this is out there on television right now. And yeah, other things are banned. Yeah, I was gonna say, like anything like <laughs> if it has like some sort of curse word, like I still hear like bitch being, you know, blotted out uh-huh. on the radio. Right. But you can talk about having feces covered underwear. Stop saying it like that. <laughs> Stop using that phrase. You don't even need to describe it. We already understand what it is. Every time you do that, that is oh, Oh. All right, so Aaron in the chat said uh, their job is to write and create toilet paper commercials. Uh, commercials. Can you blame them for having fun with it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still can. I can still blame them for that. Well, and then I think it's just like in my mind, like if they're going to be talking about underwear so much, they should probably be wearing pants. That's that is the logical thing. That's the logical. That's the whole part. That that's, is not asking too much. All right. Well, there we go. I just wanted to get that out there. We don't need to go on it too long. It's my my job to sometimes, you know, like like you said, we don't talk about politics on here, you but sometimes sometimes I do have to speak the truth and I have to bring awareness to things. I feel we have to use the platform that we have over this show to to bring awareness to to dangerous issues that are affecting society and the charmin. I'm you know what I'm not even it's charmin, charmin the charmin. bears. Charming oh, you're, you're disrespecting him by mispronouncing. I am. I am. Isn't right. it supposed to be charming? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, I really don't know. Um, well, I do have some really crazy, but I knew. We, I know we also wanted to um, do an update on our fancy party from last weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we do need to do that. Well, why don't we do some world of crazy? Then, Let's do that then we'll first. do that. Okay. It's a Friday show. Yeehaw! Whoever keeps signing me up for Trump Team Oregon, I hate you. <laughs> I've just become zen with it because every time I unsign myself, somebody signs me up I again. I unsign myself every time and then I get you know what I've, uh, You know what I finally stopped doing? I've given up. I've stopped unsigning myself. I'll just look at it. I'll be like, ah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, my friends. 
My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? Did I say my name R. Sarah X. Dillon? Am I even talking properly? I'm not sure. Let's just get through it. Okay. Get through it. It's the best part of the day. I like to make it last as long as possible. Hello, my name is Sarah Stone. Welcome to the world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up. Out of Wales, Mario, England. A bench that has been placed facing away from the sea is now being reimagined as the world's first selfie bench. Oh. It's a bench placed next to the sea but facing the opposite direction so you can take a selfie with the sea. Where is this at? In Wales. Tourists and residents in Wales. Uh, are now using a pair of benches which are facing opposite a scenic beach by repurposing them as the first selfie benches. Ugh. This is really a thing that's happening. So the Tourism Association of Wales uh, says that other benches in the area face the water. However, these particular benches, they want to be used to be taking selfies with the ocean that you're not facing. You're instead facing the land and not appreciating the view of the ocean. So uh, he says that we have a fantastic coastline, and when people take a selfie, they have amazing background behind them. So uh, some local groups are complaining, saying that it's a waste of a bench space because you're not facing the ocean to which you'd like to look at. However, fair enough. Uh, so they are changing one of the selfie benches. They're going to be turning it back around to face the ocean due to the strength of public opinion, thinking that it is very stupid <laughs> it to is have a really bench dumb. along the beach not facing <laughs> that the faces ocean. The building behind it or something. Yes, well, uh, now the mayor of uh, the small Wales town said that he enjoys the novelty of the backward-facing bench and has hailed the people who came up with the choice of the selfie bench as genius marketers. That's what it takes to be a genius. Is a selfie bench. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so if you do find yourself in, so it's a small area in Wales. It is in Porthcall. Porthcall. Porthcall, Wales. It sounds like I'm saying it with a list. Porthcall. Porthcall. Porthcall, Wales. Oh, see what you did? I do. All right, speaking of beaches, I want to know if this is like something that I have like walked by and I have missed my golden opportunity because this is something that we could be doing here in, in Oregon. Well, this is at a Lancashire. Lancashire? Yes. Sure. England. A couple in the United Kingdom are in negotiations with several buyers after finding a valuable lump of whale vomit on a local beach. <laughs> now, did you know that whale vomit is very, uh, actually, like, expensive? Whale vomit? Whale vomit. A lump of whale vomit. Okay. Which could uh, fetch them up to $70,000. 70 grand for... 70 What is a lump grand. of whale vomit? What do, what do you mean? Uh, I think it's, so it says a uh, lump of whale vomit or ambergris, A-M-B-E-R-G-R-I-S. Oh. Okay, maybe I have heard of this before. All right. Well, uh, this couple, Gary and Angela Williams, found a nearly three-pound lump of whale vomit by tracking its distinct smell while walking on a beach in Lancashire. Uh, so Gary Williams said it was down on a section of the beach where nobody really walks. It smells too bad, though. It has a Is very distinctive actual, smell. I'm sorry. Was that an actual recording of him? Or? Yes. Okay, I couldn't tell because the accent was so good. We're very really lucky to be able to get some live audio. Of can you Gary. can you rewind it and just yeah. play that one more time <laughs> for us? It was a down section of the beach where no one really walks. It smells too bad though; it has a very distinctive smell, like a cross between a squid and farmyard manure. 
Now, well, vomit can solve. No, that was the high... end of the recording. That was it. It was a. It was okay. a clip. It was All just right. a sound bite. Thanks for bite. that clip. Yeah, it that was, was a sound bite. That was really good. Uh, so yeah, well, vomit can sell for high prices to perfumers who use the rare substance to make a scent last longer. So the lump that the Williams found has an estimated value of more than seventy thousand dollars. Damn! And it's drawn interest from buyers in France and New Zealand. Now Williams said, "Here comes another one. If it's worth a oh, lot wait, of money." Oh wait, we got another clip. What are you doing? Should I should I silent uh, our music just so we can no. play the clip properly? Okay. No. You're going to play it over the top of it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to mix them. Let's hear the clip. It's a real mix. If it's worth a lot of money, it will go a long way toward buying us a caravan. It would be a dream come true. He said, accidentally flubbing his accent halfway through. Wow, yes. Yeah, a very strange accent. No, so uh, ambergris, uh, whale vomit, is not traditionally harvested from dead whales. Its sale is banned in countries such as the United States due to its laws against exploiting whales. However, if you find it on the seashore in England, you get to keep the money. Wait, so if we found it here in the U.S., you wouldn't be able to sell it? I guess not. Could I take it and fly it to, like, England? I think you could. If you could I'm going to guess there's probably some, some law against that. <laughs> That would be really embarrassing for you, too. Like, you'd be, like, arrested for smuggling whale vomit out of the country. <laughs> Portland man arrested for... Oh, that's not what I would want a mugshot for. No. It's better than many mugshots. What though. are you in for, smuggling whale vomit? <laughs> hey, if that can fetch a pretty penny, it might be worth it. All right, so this story's out of Anchorage, Alaska. This reminded me of you, Greg. Anchorage? Out of Anchorage. You've been to Anchorage. Yes. Some of your best of friends you. live in Anchorage. Out of Anchorage, Alaska, residents of an Alaskan neighborhood say their privacy is now being violated by a peeping Tom who's using a drone to look into their windows. This is the new age of technology, folks. Peeping Toms now have flying machines (laughs) to look inside of your windows. Which that would be traumatic if I looked out my window and saw something just hovering there. With a camera. You leave your windows open a lot, I do. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But I do. There's a pretty. That's honestly, honestly, it's going to become a much bigger thing. I know. There's the more drones that are out there. Tight alleyway next to my apartment, though. So hopefully a nobody drone would know. can fly through that. I know, but maybe they wouldn't know that there are windows. I don't know if you're a peeping tom. Wouldn't you want to scope out? I mean, this opens up a whole new world yeah. of peeping. Well, yeah. Well, this is happening in Anchorage, and it's becoming quite the big deal. So I'm surprised it hasn't been shot if it's in Anchorage, right? <laughs> Everybody there has guns. <laughs> So uh, neighbors in the Prominence po- uh, Point area of Anchorage say that a drone has been seen flying close to homes and is appearing to use its camera to look Ew. into windows. God, that's creepy. That is really creepy. That is really creepy. So a woman named Melissa Bolin said that uh, she was first aware of the drone a few days ago when she saw it flying around her home. She said it kind of came down, hovering around like the trampoline in the backyard and then went to the house really, really low, hanging next to the windows, then straight up to the tree and off again. So another neighbor, her, her uh, next-door neighbor, said Bree Tollefson, said she tried to, t- to chase the drone in her car to find its owner, but she lost track of it. So she said, um, my gut feeling is here. It's casing homes, trying to find out who's there or who's not. But then again, she doesn't know for sure. Uh, so police confirmed that they've responded to at least two calls about a drone that's been peeping in the windows, but the device has not been located as of yet. So uh, the Federal Aviation um, Administration bars the use of personal drones over private property without permission, and the law requires owners to be within line of sight of the aircraft at all times. Yeah, that seems to be going real well. Yeah, that's the problem. They're trying to come up with a bunch of different ways to be able to stop drones, but nobody's really come up with a good way to do it yet. 
Can't you get like a drone zone, like a drone barrier kind of thing? Dave. Well, I mean, you're supposed to, but no, you can't really stop. I mean, it like, like invisible that. fences, like for dogs. Can't you do like that? Like, an, like block your property with an invisible drone fence? I don't think they have anything like that right now. There's like a there's a drone gun that uh, <clears throat> excuse me that uh, some I can't remember which police force came up with it, but it looks like a ray gun, and you can shoot it at the drone, and supposedly it'll shut down the mechanics on it and drop it. But you have to you have to be within sight and aim it at it. Oh, and then there are uh, Japan has, I think they had a, it was drone on drone, what they've got going over there. They've got drones to fight the other drones. Oh wow! And like in um, a big thing right now too is in Dubrovnik where they're filming Star Wars. Yep. So th- because they're filming over there, they're afraid people are going to f- come by with drones and film the scenes. Oh. So they've got a whole team of people with drone fighting drones. That are trying to knock down the other drugs. Greg, it's just at this moment right now I realize that we live in the future. Yes. We had to create robots to fight the other robots, robots to make to sure that the there robots. aren't movie spoilers. Yes. Wow. Drones are fighting drones. Drones fighting drones. So wait, so when you say that there's something to like stop the drones, is it like a like a cell phone jammer kind of thing? <laughs> the, the one that they came up, they, do, they don't really do they actually, have anything right now. Yeah. That's the problem. They don't really have anything. But there are, yeah, the one company came up with a with a ray gun. You can sh- aim it at the drone, and it'll shut down the mechanics of the drone. Okay. But they, those aren't really very well circulated. Or you can just shoot it with a gun. Or old-fashioned gun works yep. as well. Which is why I'm surprised that in, uh, in Anchorage it hasn't been shot yet. Yeah, that kind of impresses me, too. I mean, I've only been to Alaska once, but it was definitely a no-man's land in some certain areas. Like, I would think that that wouldn't, like, a shiny object filming people would not last very long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you wouldn't think so. I don't know much, but that doesn't seem like something that would have a long shelf life if it's messing with people. No. All right, and finally, I do have a story out of Florida. And it has to do with the... Oh, man. No, it's not in Florida. Oh. Never mind. Disappointment. Oh, it's at South Carolina. It said Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and for some reason I was thinking that it was Florida. But alas, it's not. So this is just a South Carolina man. Well, a South Carolina man has been arrested after... Wait, where where do you think he was arrested in South Carolina? Wait, what store do you think it might be in? Ooh, probably something very high-end. A a Nordstrom's or a... Or a, you know, a a Ralph's. Mm. Or, like, on the other end of the spectrum. What would you think that it might be? Huh. I'm trying to think of what it would be. Walmart? A police say a South Carolina man was arrested after shoplifting and driving a motorized cart through a Myrtle Beach Walmart while eating chicken tenders from the store's deli and stuffing clothes into his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Wait, woman. So he got himself a snack and he. We had a woman who did something similar to this a few years back. This is a man in South Carolina. I'll say it again. Uh, police say that a South Carolina man was arrested for shoplifting after driving a motorized cart through a Myrtle Beach Walmart while eating chicken tenders from the store's deli and stuffing clothes into his backpack. I kind of like this guy. I'm not going to lie. He stole a bunch of chicken strips. So he's snacking on those and riding around on his rascal. Chicken tenders. Yep, and then just snagging some clothes on the way, doing a little shopping. Well, an incident report from the Myrtle Beach <laughs> Police Department says that Jason Dagrapont, 50 years young, of Myrtle Beach, was seen by a loss prevention officer riding a cart through the sporting goods <laughs> section of the Walmart while eating chicken tenders and potato wedges. <laughs> so chicken tenders and JoJo's from the store's yeah, deli. Yeah. 
that was then that Diagrapont put a six-pack of socks, red shorts, red backpack, and a blue shirt into his basket in the front of the motorized cart, <laughs> the report states. While he continued to eat the food that he had not paid for, <laughs> Diagrapont stuffed all of the clothing items into a red backpack. He really likes red. Yeah. Yeah, into the red backpack, then uh, drove the cart through the jewelry section, where he paid for some candy, but not for the backpack or any of the items that he had stored inside of Wait, it. Wait, he decided to pay for the candy? Yeah. Seems like that would be the easy thing to steal. I know. But no, he didn't pay for the chicken tenders, JoJo's, I mean, he six was pack having of him- socks, red shorts, red backpack. He was having himself a good day. Cruising well, around on his rascal, just mm, well, he didn't get chicken strips far. and JoJo's. I mean, he's a man after my own heart. I know. He's like your food soulmate. Yeah. Um, well, Daggerpont was uh, stopped in Walmart's parking lot by loss prevention officers and was later taken to Myrtle Beach Jail by officers on one charge of shoplifting. <laughs> so I don't know if he was charged for the chicken strips or JoJo's or the all the red clothing items that he got. Right. Yeah. But there you have it. Damn it. It'd still be crazy in South Carolina. Yep. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. What? I just wanted you to finish that song because it was so good. Um, all right, we do have. Should we, should we announce what the ticket giveaway is going to be? Sure. And or, or the question for it. Mm-hmm. So, Jen Kirkman is a comedian and author. She's really, really funny, uh, really great. She's going to be at the Hollywood Theater here in Portland on April 30th. And the tickets are on sale right now at hollywoodtheater.com. But she is... She's great. And we have a pair of tickets. Sorry, I'm just pulling up right now. Uh, We have a pair of tickets to give away for that show. Now, in order to do that, though, we're going to have a quiz question. Now, the Hollywood Theater is is really fantastic. It's in the Sandy District. We've talked about it before. If you've never been there for a show, it's incredible. The just the architecture, the way it's set up, it's like an old-time theater like that where you used to go see, you know, dress up to go see a movie. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And so that's where she's going to be performing. It's where we saw Bobcat Goldthwait and Kamau Bells perform there too. And I did a show there too for um for uh, movies in black and white. Oh yeah. Yeah, with Keelan and I. With there, so it's a it's a great place. So good opportunity to go see it and see a great show. But you, what we're going to do is the first person to answer this question on Twitter and write us. So go on Twitter at Fun Emp Radio, tweet at us the answer to the following question, and you will get two tickets to go see Jen Kirkman at the Hollywood Theater, which is awesome. Radio. Like even if you don't recognize her name, like look up Jen Kirkman, you'll be like, oh, that girl. Yeah, I know exactly. Her from a bunch of- exactly. That's yeah. how it'll be. And so it's a really really cool. And we're going to be interviewing interviewing her uh, next week. Right. Sarah, what so is the question that people can tweet the answer to at Funump Radio? Okay. Well, at Funump Radio, and this is the question. It is... So we were just talking about how um, mystical and beautiful the Hollywood theater is. Yes. Here's the question. What architect was the original inspiration behind the main design theme of the Hollywood theater? Oh. So what architect was the original inspiration behind the main design theme of the Hollywood theater? Wow. Yeah, okay, so so it's the name of a person. It's the name of a person. Okay, so tweet the name of that person to at Funemp Radio. The first one we get, we'll get a pair of that's tickets. Correct. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I should have specified that they were correct. Uh, yeah, we can do some quick ball talk and then um, then go to that. So there we go. Jen Kirkman, pair of tickets. Tweet us the answer. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. It's a quick ball talk. 
Small ball talk today. Playing small balls. I do have this. This is a uh, story about a guy who, who quit his job and left an epic letter behind him. So it comes from the University of Wisconsin at Milwaukee where their uh, longtime announcer for the men's basketball team recently quit. He was the he was the announcer for 16 seasons and he announced on Instagram last night that he was retiring. So with the announcement he put up this. Uh, he is apparently not a very big fan of the current athletic director of the University of Wisconsin. So he's Milwaukee. not an athletic supporter. Not a See what you did there. That's, I am so stupid. Yeah, All right, yes. Go I'll, I'll edit that out for you later. Thank you. Um, Amanda Brown, who is the athletic director, he is not a fan of hers. So here's part of I'm going to paraphrase some of it, but I've got his actual thing. It's a very long letter, but he decides to just lay into these people. So to quote Groucho Marx, hello, I must be going. Before the decision is made for me, I am officially reti- announcing my retirement as the voice of Milwaukee Panthers men's basketball. Huh. I would say it's taking the last lifeboat off the Titanic, but that would be unfair to the crew of the Titanic. Never have so many incompetent talent or never have so many competent, talented people been run off by such a talentless group of entitled bureaucrats. No matter how much the coaches, players and support staffs care, they can't overcome incompetent administrators. I criticize awful athletic directors like Kuntz, Costello, Geiger, and Braun. It's not their fault. Hell, if they elected me president, I'd take the job. If I suck at it, it's not my fault. I'm not qualified to be president. Should Amanda Brown turn down an AD job just because she's horribly underqualified? Hell no. She's a bad AD and a deplorable human being. But, But those are the cards she's been dealt. It goes on to just rip these people. And then on top of that... Uh, you know, say thank you to the actual athletes and the coaches and all mm. of them, and just rails on these people, and then basically drops the mic and thank and you, and I'm out. out. Yep, <laughs> sixteen years. Wow, announced that. And really, I mean, I've always it, I've wanted to do that before, but I've never done it because I'm I've just never like, hey, that. I don't ever want to burn that unless I'm like one thousand percent sure that I don't like that I don't want to see this person again. Yeah. Like I never really burden and, that, and that's actually the bridge. title of the of the Deadspin article that is is quoting this says um, UW Milwaukee basketball play by play by quits burns every single bridge on way out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like so if you're, you must, if you're <clears throat> you must sure. have some kind of other business. I mean, you might if, if you're sure and you want to do it, then you know what you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, nobody more can power make to you him. do anything or not more do anything you don't him. want to. A deplorable human being. I mean, that's just... That sounds... That's pretty personal. I want to know a little bit more about this lady that... Uh, <laughs> what's going on with I her? I bet you're not the only one. I bet she is being very Googled right now. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. All right, so that is one thing in ball talk. Like I said, there's not a whole lot going on, although there is this. The NBA playoffs do start this weekend, starting tomorrow. And I'm not going to make any predictions on the NBA playoffs. And the Blazers go on Sunday, right? The Blazers go on Sunday. They're playing the LA Clippers. The LA Clippers is are... Is Blake Griffin still on that team? Blake Griffin is on that team. And I'll say this. I Yeah, actually, since we're not going to do a show until then, it's going to be a good series, and I would not be surprised if there's a bit of a scuffle at some think point. think there's going to be a game not seven? A, uh, I don't know how far the series will go. I think the first game will tell us a lot. You know, it. the Blazers are scrappy. They, I think they could definitely take a game in LA. LA, you know, they're. I think they're a better team. On paper, anyway, mm-hmm. they are. I mean, I don't think anybody can deny that. 
But you never know. You never know with the Blazers. I think they'll make it a they'll make it a series. I think it'll definitely be a series. Um, but what I think is going to happen though is neither of these teams really like each other that much. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of scrapping that's gone on back and forth over the season. Uh, their head coach called uh, Terry Scott, who's the Blazers head coach. Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts. Sorry, we're getting two things at once. God damn, this is a great day. Uh, Terry Stotts. He called Terry Stotts a. Uh, Punk bitch, I believe, is what, what he called him. Yeah, Doc uh, Doc Rivers did. Yeah, there's a whole lot of back and forth between these guys. Oh, all right, well, and that's Doc Rivers and CJ McCollum got into it with each other, and then CJ McCollum and Doc Rivers' son, who also plays for the team, got into it. And so <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game. Ed Davis of the Blazers actually posted and said it's going to get ugly. So. It's going to be a fun matchup. It'll be All a right. fun series to watch. That is the Blazers against the Clippers starting on Sunday. All right, there we go. Thank you, everyone. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, let's talk about the gala we went to the last gala. So the we did gala. need to give a recap on that. We do. And uh, once again, we want to give a big thank you to our friend Cecil for uh, for inviting us mm-hmm. down there and and having us to this event. It was a lot of fun. As usual, it there were a, there were a lot of rich people there. Oh yes, we're going to recap it with this. So Sarah and I, just to give everybody an idea here, Sarah and I went to a very fancy above our level uh, gala. It is. It's like to the point of where it's so above our level that you are like, on, like you're like, oh, I'm going to be jokingly uncomfortable. No, but seriously, you're like, I'm really uncomfortable. We're really out of our league. Like it's just like way out of our league. It's a completely different world. It's a mm-hmm. different perspective. It's a different lifestyle. It is a different everything. There's different air where they breathe, I believe. <laughs> they, they pipe in their own air. They pipe in their own air. And so so we went there, and, you know, you have to dress up for it, obviously. And uh, it was supposed to be, it was black and gold themed. It was a black and gold themed. And so Greg and Which, I, first of all, didn't know what that meant, because we're like, okay, it's black and gold. Does that mean I've the decorations are going to be black and gold? Or yeah. Do we have to be black and gold? And it turns out that we, like everybody, thank God we assessed that we were supposed to dress in black and gold. Yeah. Because everybody was. Like, it was like... Like stylized uh-huh. dresses and like custom tailored suits and tuxedos, right. like but all here's black the thing, and gold themed. Like I have plenty of black clothes, but I don't really have anything that's gold. And so the the gold that I had for my outfit was Sarah brought uh, brought me a piece of her Halloween costume from this last year. Mm-hmm. That was some gold cloth. When I dressed, dressed as Phyllis Neffler from Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah, so uh, I've had a piece of gold cloth that I had left over from <laughs> making the the hat from the costume, and I was like, oh, Greg can use this. There's some gold. So instead of having like a really fancy, I don't even know what you would call them, like a kerchief or whatever that goes in the pocket. like a, I think it's a kerchief. The pocket of, uh, of a suit, you know, to give the splash of color. Mine was a folded up piece of cloth from Sarah's Halloween costume that I folded to kind of look like it was fancy. I will tell you. And that was you. the gold. I that got it. Gold. I got it from uh, in the discount bin at Mister Formal for fifty cents. Mm. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're welcome. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, so we went to the event. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. A um, little bit different this year. A little bit of a different setup. It was it was extremely I, different. Let me ask you this. What? Okay, when because this is something actually I didn't think about before before I did it so they have I mean this is the kind of fancy thing where they had people walking around with like the plates with hors d'oeuvres on them mm-hmm. right. see and I call the hors d'oeuvres not samples okay you're not supposed to point that out you're supposed to just keep going well they're I always thought they were just free samples but so so they they walked around with those how many are you supposed to take at a you time? You can take as many as you goddamn want to you can I don't think you're supposed to I mean though. nobody wants to see you being a poor piggy piggy though 
I took three. Oh, well, see, that's okay. I mean, it's been. Is, I, I don't know if it is like okay. Us, no, because I don't people, know if you're the right person. Maybe I shouldn't you, even be asking. Let me you. just tell you because if I'm being offered free food, I'm sure as shit going to take yeah, as but, much free food not, as I possibly can. But those can. people don't. That's why this was a problem. I, I don't think you were that's supposed to. That's why there's to. always so much excess food because they don't eat. And that's why they're all like teeny tiny people. Like they're all so small. All right. Well, I took three of them in one sitting. And I'm impressed. I don't think there's anything wrong with it's that. Free samples, dude. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to sample the winners. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it was it was a lot of fun, though. I mean, we had such a good time and and got to hang out with our friends. It was really cool. I think the most exciting thing that happened to talk about was after the event. Oh yeah, when we decided because the to- event itself was great, but I mean, it doesn't. You know, we like to tell you our stories when things happen, but like honestly, it was just like a shishi nice event. Like, there wasn't yeah. really anything, like, we didn't embarrass ourselves? I don't think so. No, I think that we were okay. We kind of blended in. We're, we're getting a little bit better about it. We're getting a little better. Like, I know, just kind of like, just, you know, just it's eat being, your free food Being shut seen up. but not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Exactly. I'm getting, getting good about that. We're extras in their party of life. Yes, that's it. We are. We're, we're, we're the moving furniture in, in we're their, their, like, fancy We're lives. their background. And I love it. I, I'll go back and do it again. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Because yeah. being, a, being an extra for, like, an... A fancy party, mm-hmm. you still get all of the same. Well, not all of the same, but you still get a lot of the same. Like you get the food, oh. you get the booze. We'll say this though: a little tip at those things, especially when they do have an open bar, tip the bartender. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, obviously, since Sarah does work as a at banquet things, bartender, I yeah. can tell you, like, uh, if you <clears throat> if you tip or at least show some sort of like a little bit of gratitude, like that goes a long way. Yeah. So then the end of the night, so we were just not thinking. <clears throat> so you know, we went to the party. We were able to blend in seamlessly. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Well, Uh, so and we got out of there before we like before anything embarrassing happened. Like you know, nobody had too much to drink. Everything was just fine, and we're just like, all right, cool. We're gonna get um, a ride share, which we won't specify which one. Yeah, uh, back to the east side because this is uh, in in a different area of town. So we get into the car, and I can just when you are doing a ride share thing, you never really know exactly who your driver is going to be. Yeah. Which could be the interesting and the weird part about it. This guy in particular was, I believe, the weirdest driver that I have ever had doing any kind of ride share. Kind it of was thing. strange. Usually everybody's very cool in those things. Um, you know, they're they're respectful. Sometimes you talk to them. I mean, because actually that night we had kind of one of each. Because <gasps> night, on, on the, the way, way down there, we had the coolest guy ever. On the way down, um, we we yeah we took the we took a one of the Lyft or Uber I can't remember which one it was but well, either way some sort of ride some share. sort of rideshare and this guy that was driving us down there we got to talking to him and he was a former Italian police officer like twenty years ago he was an Italian cop working in working in a specific service over there and he said he had to quit the service because he got shot yeah. by some crazy woman grabbed a gun and shot him in between his vest. And so he, he couldn't work on the service anymore. She was subse- subsequently uh, killed by yes. other police officers. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up marrying like a service lady, an American. And so now he's over here, you know, 20 years later. But it was really fascinating. And he was just the neatest guy. He's yeah, such really a, fascinating like, guy. Yeah. And he's just like, life is good. I've, you know, worked, I've worked hard for what I have. My children are great. And he was just like the coolest thing. So we like that was uh, on the way there. So, of course, on the way back, we had to have the exact uh, we had to have the Black Lodge version of him as we were coming. back. Yes. And this guy was, I believe, one of the creepiest people there. Now, granted, he didn't, he wasn't, uh, 
I I didn't feel as if he would like do anything to me as a woman. I didn't feel as if like he was uh, he was aggressive. He was just really odd and creepy. He was really pervy. He was super pervy. So we were sitting there, and it was uh, me, Greg, and then our friend, and we're all sitting there. So it's it's a girl and two dudes. We're all dressed up. And we get into this guy's car, and, you know, the first thing is just like, ho, ho, oh, well, sir, why are you sitting up here? I thought the pretty girl was going to sit in front. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, That's yeah. it. Do you remember him saying yes. that? Yes, no, I remember him saying that. And I'm like, well, I'm really fucking glad I chose to sit in the back, which is why I always choose to sit in the back. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and that just continued on, and he started talking about, uh, like, couples that he's met, and this couple who was, like, engaging in some serious hanky-panky in the back, and I was like, oh, wow, I don't have to want to have to clean that up later. And then talking about... He proceeded to start describing his fantasies of what he wanted to have happen. And then how uh, a couple once had asked him uh, to come in with them for the night, which... This guy has never been asked. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be an asshole, but this guy was creepy and weird and just off-putting. I really don't... He's just like, oh, they were a young, beautiful couple in their 30s, and they really wanted me to come inside with them and yeah. have a little, uh, you know, have a little playtime Basically with them, implying... Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, basically implying that... Uh yeah, that they, that they wanted him involved in their little action. It was just one of the most bizarre experiences ever. And then he was consistently hitting on you on top of that. Yeah, it was um, so odd because I mean, I didn't talk about like I'm like I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I'm I'm a single girl." Like no way. Yeah. No, I'm just like, "Okay, I don't want to talk to you it anymore." It was it was a very strange experience. But yeah, the complete polar opposites and now people in the live chat are saying, "That guy was lying about the Italian cop thing." I mean, I really don't think so. I think that was legit. <gasps> no, yeah. no. <clears throat> it I wasn't a, a bragging point that he was bringing up. Uh, uh, honestly, I, I have his business card, and I looked him up, and it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we, we liked him so much, I exchanged business cards with him. Yeah, he like, was a cool dude. awesome. Because we even talked about maybe getting him on the show at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The Italian definitely. cop was an Italian cop. Um, yeah, he was talking about corruption and things that we're not going to talk about on the show, but he definitely yeah. knew what he was talking about. And the creepy guy was the creepiest guy. So, I mean... 99% you never know what of, you're gonna get. of rideshare people are awesome, but just always be wary of the weird guy. Because if I had been in that car by myself, like I would have been fine. But yeah, that guy w- is so creepy. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that was the end of the night where it's like we had this really fancy night, and then this super creepy guy took us right, you know, back to our side. But yeah, but the gala itself, we did pretty good. Yes, hopefully we'll get asked back again. Well, you never know. That'd be fun. I'll take lots of samples. Yeah, there weren't as many samples this yeah, year. Yeah, that's why I took three at a time. There was only, and there was only like the sample. There was only, like, one. I took them, and then she just stood there. So I was like, "Well, maybe I'll take another one." Yeah, because last time there were samples everywhere. Actually, yeah, you're right. There's a whole room full of samples. She came over, and the plate had three samples on it, and I took one, and then I asked if I could have, have another, and then she just kind of looked at me, and she's like, "Well, you might as well take the last one, I guess," and then handed it oh, to me. Oh, it's like she knew you. It was like, well, here there, Piggy. Go ahead and just have another one. No way. Need a new plate anyway. If you're getting free samples somewhere, then that totally doesn't have any kind of fat content whatsoever. That's just the way that that's the way calories work. That makes sense. Yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. <clears throat> we really, really appreciate we it. Do. You are all fantastic. And thank you to our new subscribers, our subscribers old and new. Thank you for supporting us. We are eternally grateful to you. And Absolutely. And we love you all very, very much. Tweet the answer to that question at Fun Amp Radio. Get a pair of tickets to go see Jen Kirkman at the Hollywood Theater. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye. Have a good weekend. Love you. 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you.